right, everybody, welcome to uh, the second episode of season four in Soul Things Podcast. I'm your host, Brenna, and today I'm so thrilled to have Kaylin Dunn on the show. Um, Kaylin and I actually worked together at a previous job that I had um, working at a nonprofit counseling center um, that specializes in pregnancy related issues. So, I'm really excited to get her expertise in here. But why don't you introduce yourself to my audience? And then if you could sort of share about your background and your clinical expertise. Sure. So again, my name is Kaylin and I am an art therapist. I am a therapist. I am a strategic thinker and creative. Yes. And I'm happy to be here today. A current license that I hold is LPC. I've been LCPC eligible for a while and I plan on getting that done this year along with some other licensures. Yes, that's awesome. What are the other licensures? Um, so I really do love uh, working with perinatal mood and anxiety mm-hmm. disorders. Mm-hmm. So there's a certification with that. And then I plan on becoming board certified art therapist since um, I am an art therapist as yes. well. Yes, so. and she's a very good artist at that. I see her art along the walls here and everything. It's so, so inspiring. It's therapeutic to even look at it. It's oh, so beautiful. Thank you. Um, okay, so today we are covering a topic that is something I have been wrestling through for quite a long time, especially starting grad school and everything. And I think a lot of my audience can relate to this is the idea of self-care and also the idea of self-compassion. I think those two kind of can go hand in hand. I think they are pretty related. And I'm I'm sure meeting with clients and your experience with that have seen a lot of that, but also maybe experiencing it in your own life. Because the reason that I was choosing Kaylin for this topic, I remember just working with her and always feeling like... Um, I want to get to where Kaylin is at the point in her life of the way that she cares for herself and the way that she's attuned to her body and like just is um, very intentional with being kind to herself and like listening. And um, I think a lot of us can struggle with just trying to like push through things and being very harsh with ourselves and not taking the time or even valuing the time to 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 have self-care so I'm so so excited to be chatting about this topic um and so I kind of would love for you to start off if you could um share a little bit about your self-care journey and I know that's kind of a broad question but could you sort of maybe bring us to a point of where you realized oh my gosh like I'm not taking care of myself like this isn't working anymore and then what steps did you kind of take to to care for yourself and what does that look like that is a big question and I will do my best. And I want to say that a uh, key word that you said is journey. And mm-hmm. it has been a journey. And even though I'm not where I used to be, I am still growing, learning, unlearning, and evolving into a mm-hmm. person that I can say years from now, oh, I am also not where I used, I mm-hmm. used to be. And I, I think as a lifelong learner and someone that wants to be teachable, yeah. that is important. Um But yeah, so my self-care journey or journey to wellness and wholeness actually started when I uh, was coming out of my 20s. And I feel like my 20s for me was survival mode. Um, And I didn't understand that I was in survival mode. I'm saying that now because I have the language now, but even when I started my healing and self-care journey, I didn't know I was in survival mm-hmm. mode. It's so clear now, mm-hmm. but back then I was just like, this is normal. Mm-hmm. So many things are not normal and they're not okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it took a while to get there. But I actually was in a place where 
I should by what was going on. I wasn't in any crises. Yeah. Like the crises of my life had stopped mm -hmm. and I was just not okay. I, and mm -hmm. I couldn't understand why I wasn't okay when for the first time things were like leveled out. Mm -hmm. And it was because again, language I have now mm -hmm. was I was living and functioning in survival mode mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to like live and function without crisis mm -hmm. and so therefore i wasn't in an actual crisis but uh mentally and emotionally i was yeah so i was like how is it that i should be okay for the first time and i'm not mm. so that's uh, when i actually first reached out again there was a time in my life mm -hmm. i wanted to uh, enter into therapy mm -hmm. and it just didn't work out mm -hmm. and then i uh began to find a therapist. Mm -hmm. So I mm -hmm. started that journey. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you mentioned this idea of survival mode. Um, for those people that are listening that are kind of like, I think you can sort of get a sense from the word, but could you sort of walk us through like, what are some signs of like maybe someone listening being like, oh my gosh, I had no idea I was in survival mode. Like what were some things you were noticing that made you aware of like, this is, I'm just surviving. Like, what is this? Oof, that's a great question. <laughs> and again, it wasn't until I got out of it yeah, that I yes. didn't realize. Yeah. But looking back, um, I'm going to pause and think. Yeah. Because I, I, if I can help somebody else, I will mm -hmm. and I want to. I think some of the things that I realized is that in your 20s, it's like, go oriented and do all these things. <laughs> but I was doing, I was running... Um, I'm going to say this, uh, hopefully most of your listen listeners are Christians, and if they're not, come on to Jesus. Come to Jesus. <laughs> but I was running past God, as in I wasn't allowing God to truly be the head of my life. And mm -hmm. I don't mean that as in I didn't accept him, but I didn't truly understand what it meant to be his and to mm. be taken care of by him. So therefore, I had all these goals and objectives, and I was running but I was running, trying to always like catch up. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, catch up to what or to who, for mm -hmm. a matter of fact. And then financially, my 20s weren't good financially. Mm -hmm. So I was surviving on, um, I mean, the traditional paycheck to paycheck. But I mean, like, literally, mm -hmm. when is the pay going to come in? By like, what time? Yeah. Because I have things to take care of. Um, survival mode financially look like for me, for an example, mm -hmm. um, I've used this in therapy to clients mm -hmm. and just as I talk sometimes, but Christmas mm -hmm. is a holiday that's every December 25th. The date <laughs> has not changed the whole time I've been alive, right? <laughs> so Christmas every year to, and I'm not from the city where I currently live, right? Mm -hmm. So that means I'm going to travel for Christmas to yeah. be with loved ones. However, every year Christmas was such a burden mm. such a trial and tribulation because i didn't have enough to even get home we're not talking about presents yeah or like anything just else. travel just yeah. enough to travel mm -hmm. for a plane ticket a plane ticket literally every year put me into panic mode before christmas and again christmas has not changed it was yeah. always there at the same exact time yeah. but because again survival of my finances mm -hmm. it was only enough like what can i do for today there mm -hmm. wasn't the space to save or mm -hmm. like kind of think strategically. Mm -hmm. I wish there was and I would have created that because again, setting up for the future, but that I couldn't be future oriented, mm -hmm. even though I was goal oriented, mm -hmm. goals, goals, goals. I wasn't actually future oriented. Mm -hmm. 
and I don't yeah. know how, but those contradict one another. Yeah. So hopefully that's a good example. Yeah, I think you broke it down really well of like your brain is literally just so focused on like the essentials and getting to what you need to do to survive, right? And so that doesn't leave a lot of space for anything else, mm-hmm. like anything to 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 cultivate a thriving like life. Um, so when you kind of realized this survival brain was happening and you're in this mode. Cause I, I imagine like, I think when I, when I feel like, and I'm in those spaces, I'm very like tense. Like I can feel it in my body. It's not just like my brain is running. It's like, it's a holistic experience of like things that are, and I think the more I'm learning about brain and body connection and all this stuff, it makes sense, especially with stuff with trauma and things like that. But so once you kind of reach that point and you said you started going to therapy, what were some things that you were learning in therapy or, or um, in your walk with the Lord or through yourself that you were like, wow, this is like, this would be really helpful for people to know who are struggling. I mean, go see a therapist too, right? This is a gesture and I'll be able, but like people that are, that are working through this, like how would you, what would you say to those people to take steps to get out of survival mode? So, um, I know this is a podcast, so I will try and explain this, but I was living, I don't know if you just saw me scrunch yeah, up. You feel, yeah. I'm scrunching my body like my um, shoulders are to mm-hmm. my ears almost. And that's how I was walking around my 20s. Like I was walking around like that. So again, survival mode when I didn't even know. Yeah. So yes, I was 100% stressed. Mm-hmm. However, that's how I was functioning. And if you're functioning like that, you think it's normal. Yeah. So I thought it was normal mm-hmm. to be in pain. Mm-hmm. I thought it was normal to have uh, perpetual headaches, to mm. um, not be able to sleep well, or to wake up in the middle of the night because something was bothering and troubling mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. All that felt normal. And again, on the goals things, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've been to so many countless uh, conferences or talks where it's like, what keeps you up at night? So many things did, <laughs> and that was like normalized yeah. to be okay. Where yeah, I'm like, no, yeah. that's not okay, mm-hmm. and that might be somebody's normal, but it's not the mm-hmm. life that God called me to live because mm-hmm. He came that kind of life and life to the full. Mm. Full that means to me, abundance, overflowing, and yeah. goodness. Where I'm sitting there w- walking around tight, yeah. so I think, um, yes, it was mind and body, it was everything, and mm-hmm. I will say. When you're in a survival mode, mm-hmm. sometimes you need to do that because mm-hmm. guess what? You're surviving. Yeah. But life is not meant to live that way. Mm-hmm. And I will say I'm speaking at this moment and I can acknowledge that from a place of privilege because mm-hmm. I do think it is a privilege to be able to uh, do some of the wellness things mm-hmm. well. Like it is a privilege to be able to go to therapy. That's mm-hmm. why... It, I love where I'm currently at because mm-hmm. services are free, mm-hmm. but it is a privilege even for me to be able to say like, yeah, for again with COVID and things, I didn't even have a copay for my uh, therapeutic services, mm-hmm. but I have great insurance mm-hmm. and I know that that is a privilege mm-hmm. and to even be in the space to be like, I'm not well, this mm-hmm. is what I want to yeah. access. Yeah. But I think now people are a little bit more aware that life can be different. Yeah. And I think when that starts like nudging you, mm-hmm. kind of sit with that and say, what is it or how do I want my life to be different? Mm-hmm. Is it because you're feeling panic? Is it because you're feeling like everything is so intense mm-hmm. always? 
that's not normal. Like, yeah. that's not okay. Yeah. And life is not supposed to be meant, it's not meant to be lived like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, mentioning the privilege aspect. And I think for people listening who maybe don't have the means or maybe the idea of realizing right now, oh my gosh, like, I didn't realize that this wasn't normal. Like, it's not okay to, like, constantly be in this state. Like, there, there's ways to do it, but I don't even know where to start. I don't know, you know, where, like, if I could even find a therapist or if not. But, like, what are maybe some things that you do, like, day-to-day now that just kind of help you in your self-care that could be maybe beneficial for somebody listening uh, in addition to, like, you know, potentially finding, like, help if that's possible. But um, what are some things that you have found that are free and helpful? Sure. And sure. Um, I will give as many tips and tricks <laughs> as I can. I'm going to start with something that my uh, uh, previous therapy, therapist gave to me that was such a true gift And I'm saying that now, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't stand it and I was irritated by it. But it's something I actually practice to this day. Okay. And it it, it helped take me out of survival mode. A lot of things did. So I'll try and share Mm -hmm. as many as I can. So please keep asking if I'm not explaining. So one of the things is when you're in, like, again, the mode that I I talk about. Mm -hmm. And again, just because I'm in a great place in my journey doesn't mean I still don't have things to learn Mm -hmm. because life still lives. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So one of the things is a simple exercise when I started to begin to like trust her was she asked me, she was like, so how she was getting a sense of, um, how I respond to things. Mm -hmm. And again, everything was with this intensity Mm -hmm. because everything felt intense. Mm -hmm. And she's like, how about we try this? (laughs) (laughs) Um, it was as simple as before you, uh, answer your phone mm-hmm. so whether it be a text or an alert or a phone call take three deep breaths mm-hmm. that's it mm-hmm. and I kid you not it is something I practice to this day because mm-hmm. for me if everything is like urgent urgent mm-hmm. urgent and important mm-hmm. it kind of takes out of that and mm-hmm. then you start to realize like oh this is an urgent and it wasn't even that who was calling or what was happening. Yeah. It was me. Yeah. Like I was ready for the next panic because mm. that again was life for a moment yeah. in time. Yeah. But no, it's mm. it's okay now. Yeah. And it's okay if I yeah. miss a phone call. It's okay if I'm in the bathroom. It's mm-hmm. okay yeah. if I am in class. Like yeah. these are things that are okay. Mm-hmm. Um and also, no, like that is considered normal to, mm-hmm. you know, actually be living life. So I, she would ask me that and she would ask me to repractice that. And I kid you not, I could not stand it. But it was one of those pivotal things because it started to train me because our phone is something we pick up. I forget the studies, yeah. but they say how many times we just yeah, even pick so it up much. a day. Yeah. And I was picking it up with, like, it was creating mm-hmm. even more tension. Mm-hmm. It wasn't helping me, like, so. Yeah, yeah. So I had to retrain myself mm-hmm. to say, like, okay. And even if what I'm picking up is an urgency, mm-hmm. I can kind of walk into that or go into that with a, a place of, like, calm. Yeah. Where yeah. I'm not just thinking about, like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, what do I have to do? Yeah. But I can actually, like receive what's coming in mm-hmm. and decide yeah like being able to decide i would say is a privilege mm-hmm. to decide how am i going to handle this or how am i going to navigate mm-hmm. and yeah yeah just 
is something I practice to this day. And again, this is a tip that yeah. was given years ago. Yeah, I really like that because it's so simple. Anyone can do it. I think you're also kind of touching on this idea of like self-regulation almost because, mm-hmm. right? Because we're all like, how do we sort of like soothe ourselves and calm ourselves down so we can move forward not in that survival state? And I think like something as simple as that is like super helpful. Um, and so something I kind of wanted to uh, talk a little bit about is um, this idea of self-compassion tied to self-care, right? So it's like something that was said in one of my trauma classes that I thought was interesting is like, kind of an initial step or like a framework of how you're seeing yourself um is like are you valuing yourself enough to care for yourself right because you don't really want to take care of something you don't value and I that was so profound to me I was like oh my gosh yeah like do I do I have compassion for myself do I value myself so I can Mm -hmm. actually like because I think a part of this conversation is like the harshness at least for my story is Mm -hmm. like the value wasn't there like I wasn't valuing myself so I would just like all right let me answer this text let me do this like and just push myself because I didn't Mm -hmm. think I deserved the space to be like oh my gosh like breathe like you know and like care so like was that part of your story at all or like what what role does self-compassion sort of play for you in this self-care journey that you're on you said a couple things I want to tackle yeah um the worth piece like yes you are worthy so mm-hmm. I want to even pause and in that how you were describing yourself and I describe myself is mm-hmm. I didn't think I was worthy. Mm-hmm. That's not truth. So mm-hmm. as a believer, where is the truth? And even as a human being, where is the truth? Yeah. I know truth to people want to distort it and look at it. But if we even take a moment, where is the truth? Mm-hmm. And the truth is you are worthy. Mm-hmm. You were created but created literally knows every hair mm-hmm. in your head. So yeah, you are worth, you mm-hmm. are a prize and mm-hmm. beloved possession. Mm-hmm. Well, not possession, but mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to God, like you are a, a good thing. Yeah. Uh, literally, it, you know, he takes care of the birds, but mm-hmm. us, we mm-hmm. were given dominion and power. Mm-hmm. So somebody with all of that, Yes, you are worthy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am worthy. Mm-hmm. So even starting there, but I know that that is even hard. But, you know, they say, mm-hmm. I think the research is like 80,000 thoughts come into our head in oh, a gosh, day. And yeah. I forget the percentage of um, negative, but it's mm-hmm. it's above like 70, which mm-hmm. is not okay. Mm-hmm. Not good. So our thoughts are, are negative. But what, again, asking ourselves, what is the truth in this moment? Mm-hmm. And these are little pauses. So you don't have to do it with everything that comes into your mind. Yeah. But it's kind of like that ruminating thought, which ruminating is um, when it's coming up over and over. Mm-hmm. It's like a cycle, broken record. Mm-hmm. In those, ask in those moments that we all have, ask yourself, what is the truth? Mm-hmm. Where is the truth? Mm-hmm. And lean into that. Mm-hmm. that. That can help. And start something where you can then go into the negative thoughts. Again, if we're having 80,000 thoughts a day, we don't need to tackle each thought. (laughs) Who has time for that, okay? But if we start with one thought in one day, Mm -hmm. that is being self-compassionate and loving ourselves. Mm -hmm. So when you you said Mm self-compassion, I think of the scripture that was distorted in my mind for a lot of years of love thy neighbor 
as thyself. Mm. I got so caught up on love thy neighbor, which is also part of my story of survival mode. Yeah. Because survival was I was high in service. Mm. So it was like, let me take care of everybody else that comes into my influence because I was taught mm -hmm. that was a good girl or good Christian to serve. Yeah. Well, love thy neighbor as thyself. So add thyself peace. Mm didn't exist it didn't because it came second mm -hmm. but really comes first yeah so if i'm supposed to love my neighbor and don't love myself mm -hmm. how can i actually Oof. love my neighbor Oof. like so this if we're going on the biblical yeah. route yeah we gotta learn to love ourselves mm -hmm. and again the truth is we were created we were loved we were fashioned we were mm -hmm. formed before but even before we were in the womb mm -hmm. so therefore Oh my gosh, I am enough. Mm. Who I am is enough. Mm -hmm. And so starting there, um, there's this uh, thing that I say from time to time. I forget. It came up in my teen years. But uh, it's I am enough. Mm -hmm. I have enough. Mm -hmm. And I do enough. Mm -hmm. And I catch myself saying that from time to time because it's true. Yeah. Because um, I was reading something the other day. It's like, you know, when you're at work and you're, you are only at 40% yourself mm -hmm. that day and you give 40%, you gave 100%. Mm. And I wow. think, you know, we have this thought that, oh, I give 40%, so I, I've not been enough. Yeah. No, but if our 40% was what we had yeah. and we gave that, yeah, we, and we, yeah that's, that's good. That's so good. And I, because I feel like the message constantly, especially in like corporate America world too, it's like, hustle culture like push yourself past your limits and like that's what's prized and valuable is your production value like we have become as a society like what is your what is your output what are you what are you producing and i feel like i'm resonating so much with these things that you're talking about and still wrestling like within myself of like valuing yourself and all these things it's like what can you do to recenter yourself on that truth um because I think for the longest time, the whole self-love idea was like kind of taken captive by the culture in certain ways. And I was like, oh, that's a bunch of, what is that? Like, you know, like, and, and I did like belittle it in a lot of ways because that verse, like you're saying, I totally just looked at that last part of like service, 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 love others. But if you're neglecting that part of you, it's like, it's going to affect how you're able to like like love other people too, I think, and experience God's love for you. And this book that I'm sort of reading through, it's called Try Softer. I'll link it in the description. It's by this trauma therapist and it's uh, from a phrase that her therapist said to herself of trying softer, which I, I love that idea of like gentle and soft because I feel like that's what Amen. the Lord is to us, right? He's he's gentle and lowly. Like he like he loves you and he, he's just like, I don't know if he's like holding your hand and he cares about like the details of your life. And like the more I'm like learning about the Lord, the more it's just like, yeah, like he's so, like he is not speaking to me the way that I'm speaking to myself of like, why are you, you know, and this like harshness. And so, yeah. yeah, she, she had mentioned a couple of things and I don't know if this is something I'd love to get your thoughts on this of, you know, the say like I'm going through a situation and I'm being really hard on myself. Of, like, oh my gosh, like I should have done better on that paper. Or, I, I didn't give it enough time, whatever. Like you're being really hard on yourself and there's this idea of well you know think about your a friend going through a similar situation like how would you talk to a friend would you say the things that you're saying to yourself and then the other thing the book mentions is think of you think of your inner child basically like eight-year-old Brenna like how would you be talking to her in this situation and that really shifted my perspective I don't know if that's something that you've talked about before with clients or have had said to you but what are your thoughts on like almost like this perspective shifting in terms of like 
how you talk to yourself. Yeah, I think that kind of speaks to like the negative thoughts and the uh, the negative thinking. Mm-hmm. Is perspective switching is helpful. I uh, this quote I got from a pastor. I can't remember who, mm-hmm. but it's on one of my mirrors somewhere. It said, "Let your perspective be your passport, not your prison." Oof. And so it's something I think about from time to time yeah. when I'm like in there. I'm like, "Wow, it, is yeah. this?" imprisoning me yeah or is it a passport to something greater or freedom yeah and my perspective has a lot to do with that so i think when you we kind of uh it's actually a gestalt uh therapy Mm -hmm. to like Mm -hmm. kind of play something else Mm -hmm. so we're a little bit or like you know yeah doing chair exercises if you're familiar yeah yeah so it's kind of like that like talking to your inner child or your younger self or um or or a friend because Mm -hmm it's easier to love that way because in the moment again that whole i'm not worthy or Mm -hmm. i didn't do enough or i should have could have like we can shit ourselves (laughs) into oblivion yeah yeah. and well we didn't and so we're here today so how can we be kind Mm -hmm. and i think self-compassion is a form of grace Mm -hmm. and if grace is a gift that Mm -hmm. unmerited favor Mm -hmm. it's okay to receive gifts Mm -hmm. And I think that's a hard thing to mm-hmm. understand. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's okay to receive gifts. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just okay. Mm-hmm. Gifts can come in so many different forms, but it's okay to receive gifts. And if yeah. that is a gift from the Father to give you unmerited favor, something that you did not earn, mm. receive it. Mm. Receive it. Yeah. Just receive yeah. it. Yeah. So in those moments, I think it is very helpful. Like, yeah. Treat yourself like you would someone that you do mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. and again when we were younger children we um we were just a little bit more free mm-hmm. and like less judgments about mm-hmm. the world was running around mm-hmm. and we're just ready to receive yeah. and yeah we're somehow we are kinder mm-hmm. to younger children than we mm-hmm. are like our adult counterparts yeah. and so yeah going yeah. back to your inner child or mm-hmm. your younger self is great mm-hmm. along with how would you talk to your best friend because mm-hmm. you want if we think about it your best friend or your good friends you want the best for them mm-hmm. you want them to see them prosper you want them mm-hmm. to have all the good things they deserve you want them to be in healthy relationships mm-hmm. you want their finances to flourish mm-hmm. you want their careers to be great mm-hmm. you want them to achieve their goals mm-hmm. why not for yourself because again mm-hmm. scripturally Love thy neighbor yeah. as yourself. So if you want that for your best friend and yeah. can't want that for yourself, yeah, you're not even loving your best friend. Yeah, well. if you're not just yeah. first, first loving yourself. Yeah, and Brene Brown says um, she's a great yes. person. Yes, um, look up Brene Brown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but she says uh, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah, and again, as a believer, I've come that you may have life and life mm. to the full. So I believe. When we're saying, like, I have to, and I goals, yeah. and all these things, we're trying to run ahead of God, like mm-hmm. I used to, and still have to check my own self mm-hmm. daily, almost. Like, am I running ahead of God, as in, am I not receiving the gifts that He has given to me, so that I can do things from a place of abundance? Yeah. Um, because that's what He wants from me. Yeah. And it's okay that I receive that because mm. I am his child. Mm-hmm. So if I'm coming from a place of abundance, mm-hmm. it's overflow. So therefore, I am not giving people from fumes. Yeah. Therefore, I'm not struggling with resentment mm-hmm. or bitterness or mm-hmm. like, why Why do they have something that I don't have yeah. yet? 
Because yeah. again, it's my overflow. Yeah. So I'm good. Yeah. I have enough. Yeah. I'm not sitting here like running out helping Scarcity, serving other yeah. people. Scarcity yeah. and poverty mm-hmm. mentality right mm-hmm. there. And that's what it is. And yeah. I've lived in that so long, which yeah. again I'm identifying as survival mm-hmm. mode, mm-hmm. that I have to realize that is not who God has created yeah. me. That's yeah. clenching my clenching my uh, yeah. shoulders up again. Yeah. Yeah. So a, a first step is just like just realizing you are enough. And there's mm-hmm. like a there's a Ooh, I think it's called the uh, personal bill of rights. I don't know if, you, oh. if I can, but it's like these phrases that my old therapist mm-hmm. used to read to me and I didn't believe them. So I even started something as simple as there. You yeah. can Google it. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's called yeah. personal bill of rights. Yeah. And it's just like these worthy statements. Yeah. Cause I'm sure there's a listener out there that's like, well, I don't believe these things. Mm-hmm. Girl or sir, mm-hmm. ma'am or <laughs> mister, I've been there. But you are worthy. Yeah. Like you really are worthy mm-hmm. and you are enough. Yeah. Like I can't stress yeah. that enough because yeah. that is solid yeah. goodness truth. <laughs> yes, yes. I when something you had uh said about shooting ourselves to death, my therapist talks about that a lot. <laughs> you're shitting all over yourself. And I was like, I'm what? <laughs> you know, but but it's true. Like you're pushing yourself so hard and I think I want to speak to all the really cuz I'm a type 3 on the Enneagram for mm. all y'all that follow. So I'm a very doer, like push uh, productivity. So this has been this whole past semester has been a huge learning curve for me and even just listening to this conversation it's like bringing healing to myself like I can just even feel like relief coming out just like hearing these things of like steps you can take and things like that but I wanted to speak to some of the like really heavy doers to this um podcast is um I'm like my brain automatically goes okay like so if I take care of myself then that means that I can love other people better and that's true but the the purpose of like it is like you are valuable. Like you, like you're saying, like with receiving, it's like the the end is that of like, like the Lord has made you enough. Like you are enough. Like instead of like, okay, if I do this, then that means I can be more like productive in serving others. Does that make sense? So I think my brain is like, okay, yeah. Like, so if, if I can get really good at taking care of myself, then that means I can like care for other people, which is important. Mm-hmm. But I think I don't want to overlook mm-hmm. the idea of like, yeah, but it's because you're valuable that you're receiving mm-hmm. this. Does that make sense? I yeah. don't know if you've ever struggled with that. I think it's one process. And I would say start there. Yeah. Even if that's the mindset with it, mm-hmm. that's okay for you. Yeah. Because I think as the journey continues, you'll yeah. realize like, oh, that worth piece will come up even a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and it's not... Self-care, self-care is, I think, honoring God. Mm. And so, how can I best honor God? Mm. And if we're talking about productivity, he created all of this. Mm. So he doesn't need my productivity. It's even a privilege to be able to be productive. So how about we be productive towards the things that honor God the most? Wow. So... Again, if we're like, I got to get to here, where, where is here? Who gave us the here? Hmm. And if that's not, if we're not in alignment, that here mm-hmm. remains because we're chasing something. Yeah. But are we chasing after what God has for us? Hmm. Like, and I think <laughs> this is something I do struggle with. A lot of things that can be asked to do mm. are good, yeah. but that doesn't mean I'm called to do all of them. And That's a lot of true. things are in my skill set, but that that doesn't mean I am called to do them. Yeah. And I will say this is, again, is a lot of healing work that I started before 2020, right? Mm-hmm. 
But then 2020 came. Yeah. And it, for me, a lot of people were like, oh, it's a, it's a time. But for mm-hmm. me, it was the pressure cooker of all the stuff I had been doing in therapy the years prior. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because I was, well, like, oh, okay. Yeah. If I do the self-care, if I yeah. check these items. But then 2020 came. And as I, I through this time, I think I've talked about urgency yeah. and priorities. Yeah. Hello, the world stopped. Yeah. Things I thought would never happen. Mm-hmm. And all the, the the dates and the things I had in my calendar, they did not matter. Mm. And guess what? I still live. Yeah. So why is it three years later I'm trying to recreate busy yeah. when there is proof in the pudding yeah. that things got stripped down? Yeah. And so what I would ask a lot of uh, listeners at this mm. moment, because we're three years out from when yeah. pretty much when yeah. it started. Yeah. What have you learned? What 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 gift did you receive in that season? Even if it was hard, even if you were like, I realized I was lonely. What does loneliness look like for you? And what so lonely just doesn't mean busyness, mm-hmm. but it's like maybe are my friends really giving into me in a uh, pouring into me in a way that I want? And reciprocity. So mm-hmm. don't just be a taker out here. <laughs> be a giver too. But like, do, are you surrounding by the right people? Yeah. Because like it wasn't it wasn't going back to the new or back to normal our normal kind of stunk before if we really think Mm. about it because most of the world is is especially western society Mm -hmm. america chasing things that truly didn't matter yeah so for me again it was a lot of work that i was doing to try and Mm -hmm. slow down but when the pandemic hit there was like a literally the world stopped and i was like oh okay god and I'm still trying to this day, three years later, not to go back. Mm-hmm. Because I think go go back, in society terms, mm-hmm. was oppressive. Mm-hmm. The bottom line and productivity and all this other stuff. Yeah. It wasn't working. Health mm-hmm. issues. My health is better. Mm-hmm. Because I am not doing mm-hmm. all these things. I'm not, again, Yeah. as much as I was doing the work, 2020 helped stop. Mm-hmm. Like, not even slow down. There were things that stopped. Yeah. And some of those things I left because they need to be left behind. Yeah. The Lord never wanted me to pick them up in the first mm-hmm. place. So, I, I, honestly, I forgot the question. No, no, you're on a roll. <laughs> this is like gold, guys. Please be taking notes. And I think a lot of people can relate to the whole, yeah, just going through a pandemic and the, the global trauma that that can create in your mind and your body and like how that impacts your self-care. Um, and something like even preparing for this conversation and thinking through this, I'm like, Man, like it sounds like some such a simple question, but I'm like, why is it so, like, why is self care so hard? Mm-hmm. Like, why? Like, and I know there's there's so many elements to it. I'm like, why is self compassion so hard? Like, why? Like these things. Like, why is this set? Like, like every single person struggles with this. Mm-hmm. I think. Like, so it's like, but Self-included. what? Where? Where are these? Like, where are these lies coming from? Where? Where is this idea of like not being worthy coming from and all of this stuff and like in your experience and in your journey, like have you come to find like where have the sources of these this been coming from? You know, like when I when I'm wrestling with myself, I'm like, why like why can't I just like all right, be like love yourself, be kind to yourself. Like why is it this like yeah. battle, you yeah. know? Same scripture, John ten ten. Hmm. So I come so that we, Jesus, not me, yeah. <laughs> that we have life and yeah. life to the full. Yeah. Guess what? It didn't talk about the enemy. Mm. The enemy comes to kill, 
to steal mm. and destroy. Mm. What beautiful, not beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful and I like, yeah. yeah, kill, steal, and destroy. Negative thoughts, guess what they do? Kill, steal, and destroy. Yeah, guess what? These, I'm not good enough. That kill, steals, and destroys. So, I, I think one of the ways that the enemy has gotten us specifically i'm saying western american society because that's Mm. what i live and that's Mm -hmm, what i know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um is if you get the individual you'll get the family if you get the family you'll get the community Mm. so of course like yes we are we are ourselves but the enemy is coming to kill still and destroy so these like things that we see in the world like if you think about it, our media, even social media, tells us it kind of feeds into that mm-hmm. enoughness. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, it, I don't know if people follow people on, like, let's say Instagram. Mm-hmm. You see people and you see them doing well, but that's somebody's highlight yep. or somebody's mm-hmm. production. Mm-hmm. It's not real life. <laughs> like, it's not the day to day and what got there yeah. uh, to get it. So it's like the highlight reel. But we're seeing these moments mm-hmm. and comparing our whole lives to just these little clips yep. or even these other like video things that we're seeing of other people that are highly catered Mm -hmm. to look a certain way Mm -hmm. but that's not real life and so again we're seeing a lot of things that are Mm -hmm. killing stealing and destroying and then we're taking that in and Mm -hmm. so then we're like oh i'm not good enough and then we should Mm -hmm. on ourselves so much because Mm -hmm. it's like this comparison which really is i don't know whose quote it is Mm -hmm. but it is a thief of joy yep when we're comparing to other people or do other people struggle with this and yeah so yeah. it's like yeah, yeah the the enemy yeah and if you think about it these other these these things receiving from the lord putting the lord at mm-hmm. his rightful place that he mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. and who he is and then who he says we are mm-hmm. we wouldn't have these battles so yeah there's there's it says prayer and supplication always mm-hmm. always Mm. always is a constant so sometimes I think we get like if you gain from this podcast I'm so grateful in this Mm. moment however this isn't enough yeah you gotta keep going Mm -hmm. we gotta fill Mm -hmm. our tanks yes we can't pour empty cup yeah so like church church is great on Sundays go yeah be a part of a great community but that's not going to sustain you through the whole week we gotta be self yes like readers and doers Mm. so even self-care reading mm-hmm. your word and getting up to seek the Lord first or whenever mm-hmm. you can throughout mm-hmm. the day, that's that's kind of turning over and giving your first fruits. Mm-hmm. I try and do it in the morning because first fruits. Yes, but yeah. Um, yeah, and just like, well, it, kind of setting, if you think about it, my word of the year is at ease. Ooh, so. I love that. <laughs> I love that, Kaylin. Ooh. So, and I realized I can't function at ease when things are out of alignment. Yeah. So doing an alignment check, a body scan, a yeah. life scan. Yeah. Well, how am I feeling in here? That's why you might notice, yeah. like, oh, I'm headaches or yeah. my tension, and mm. or like it's, it could be finances. I'm big on getting those together because it's yeah. been a lot yeah. of years trying, and yeah. I'm still doing it. Yeah. But, like, what is out of alignment? Yeah. And um, again, the more we are aligned, aligned, mm. and I believe this way first before mm. outside. Mm. So uh, another phrase I use is upside down Ooh. inside out a lot of our culture is let me do this way yeah and then oh god help me with it yeah yeah but it's There's we gotta no, go upside yep. down mm-hmm. inside out yeah 
And if we kind of think that way, we'll get in alignment. Yeah. Things will be easier. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like, so, like, how do you live in this tension of, like, the already and not yet, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. like, you, you've kind of touched on it throughout this conversation, like, the 40%. And, like, so it's, like, giving yourself that grace of, like, this is where I'm at now. But knowing that, like, because, like, right, like, some people, like, you're still in this survival. But, like, you know things aren't exactly what you want it to be, but it can't just be fixed overnight. So it's, like, how do you live within that tension of like okay like this is where I'm at but I want to be like here because like that's how I'm feeling like even doing the work of therapy and things that it's like ah like I just want to go to a session and it's magically like turned around because this quote that I love from one of the readings that we had last semester was God's gracious way comes through confession and repentance not self-criticism and so it's like yeah like if there's areas in your life you need to work on and like work through like yes like you you know, taking the time to do that, but it's also like giving yourself the patience and the grace to like experience God's grace and allowing that to like push you to and move you to the next, you know, level or I don't know the correct term, but um, yeah, how do you live within that tension, Kate? So I'm going to use the term self-compassion, but yes. then break it down to gratitude yeah. and kind of practicing gratitude. And it's like in this moment, like in this moment, I can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. So this moment is what I have. Mm-hmm. In this moment, you can't do anything That's else. That's true. Like, it's, it, we can't, yeah. like, multi-focus. Yeah. We can multitask often, mm-hmm. but we cannot multi-focus. Mm-hmm. So in this moment, mm. I am being enough by being here and being present with you. Yeah. Like, this is the best I can give. Mm-hmm. Can I probably go back? Because I don't <laughs> like microphones and video cameras. <laughs> I go back and be like, oh my gosh, that was terrible. But in this moment, I truthfully can identify that this is the best I had. Mm-hmm. So my future self that's criticizing this podcast even, it was the best that I had. And that is the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, I am here and I am present. Yeah. So um, to the person or people that are out there, it's not just one. You yeah. never yeah. want to promise mm-hmm. I can promise you that. Mm-hmm. It's um, realizing in this moment or even today, kind of at the end of the day, what did I do today? Mm-hmm. And then, then it's like, wow, that was cool that I did X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. It might have been like, I took a long shower. And that's great. Mm-hmm. If shower, showering actually is mm-hmm. one of my things yeah. that like really brings me joy. Yeah. Um, it's a constant, I mean, it's a daily thing, but yeah. like really taking a mindful shower. Mm-hmm. Like in a mindful shower, can I go there? Yeah, if you want to speak on some like mindfulness sure. stuff. Yeah. So uh, another thing from... Um, a therapist of mine was when I shower because I really do like yeah. hot water yeah. cleansing it really in itself is just like oh my gosh yeah. and it's something we do every day mm-hmm. however we can get so caught up in showering mm-hmm. it's a it's a quick ritual mm-hmm. and we're not even like present mm-hmm. so honestly next time you shower like when you're turning on the hot water yeah. I like really hot water they say mm-hmm. we pretty much like the burner <laughs> we do from me I'm like yes hot water and soap <laughs> ministry is one <laughs> But, like, when we're in the shower, be mindful of the water literally pouring down mm-hmm. and really feel it touching your skin. Yeah. Really be mindful when you're soaping your loofah mm-hmm. or wash rag or whatever. Mm-hmm. And mindful. Like, mm-hmm. this body that is a gift, you are, like, washing it right now and taking care of it. Mm-hmm. So just really, again, and if that's all too much, too fast, literally just pay attention yeah. to the water. Yes. Literally just pay yeah. attention to the water yeah. and enjoy the water just falling on you. Yeah. I love, what I love about mindfulness, yeah, is, like, that bringing into the present, but also there's this beautiful thing in mindfulness of, like, 
no judgment. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, I think with our emotions and like the harshness that we can have, it's like, I'm noticing that my chest feels tight or mm-hmm. I'm noticing that I said that to myself instead of like, cause I think it can, it can create this like spiral, right? Of like, ah, oh, I can't even do self care. Right. Or like, you know, it's yes, like the irony yes. of that. It's yes, like, yes. you're not even caring for yourself while you're trying to care for yourself. And so it's like, yes. it, 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 it sounds kind of, yeah, silly, but it's like, yeah, it's like, like, like one of the exercises in the book was like putting your hand on your heart and it's like, mm-hmm. just notice it. Absolutely. You don't have to have like a, that was good. That was bad attitude of just like, I'm curious. That's interesting. And like that was totally new to me of like, oh my gosh. So like being present in like a shower or eating a good meal or whatever your thing is. Mm -hmm. It's also like when these emotions are coming, it's like, oh, just notice it, you know? And it's like, instead of like beating yourself up to death, it's like, it's, I mean, it's a journey, right? It's like, you can hear all this stuff and take it in, but it's like, at least knowing you can start just taking one step. One step. And that is enough. Yes. Because, yeah. like, if your today is better than your yesterday, oof, oof you are winning. Come on, like, that's good. That's it. That's and so good. And then tomorrow, we might do the same step. Yes. And we might stay at that step for months. Yeah. And guess what? That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Because yeah. you're, you're, you're learning it. It takes a while to learn something new. Yeah. So it's going to take a while to be kind to yourself. Yeah. Again, 80 something thousand thoughts. <laughs> That's a lot. It's a lot. So of it's going to take. It's yeah. going to take a little bit, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Um. So you kind of asked about like, what if I like yeah. the the checklist mm-hmm. checklist schmecklish. Mm-hmm. They don't matter. Burn them <laughs> like, all. Burn them all. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what is in your hands in this moment? Yeah. So this is something I have to repeatedly mm-hmm. ask myself today, throughout the day. Sorry. Yeah. Is what is in my hands right now? And again, I said a moment ago, mm-hmm. right now I'm in this podcast. So yeah. I'm not thinking about, there's stuff I have to do later yeah. today. Yeah. But right now I am here. Mm-hmm. And that is the best I can mm-hmm. do and be. Before I started this journey, mm-hmm. I could be doing this podcast. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to even pay attention to what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Things were happening and mm-hmm. I was functioning, but mm-hmm. I wasn't living. Yeah. So there's another thing. Are you living or are you existing? Mm. I'm not meant to just exist. Mm. I am meant to live yeah. life and life to the full. Yeah. I, I mean, and living is a part of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just here right yeah. now. Yeah. And everything else will work itself out. Yeah. And who knows? We might walk, not claiming this, but we might walk out. It's something else might yeah. happen. The world shuts down. Yeah. 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 So it's like, I, but I was where I was supposed to be. Yeah. And that's so true. And, and even just hearing that, I feel even like more of a sense of relief because my thing is I want to control, right? Mm-hmm. I think the the existing part for me is tied to this idea of, all right, like if I can get 10 of these things done in this hour, then I can do this, this. And it's like, you don't even realize like you're not even being like present, but you're also trying to play God here. Like, and I'm not, again, I'm not trying to knock like, yeah, sure. Like if you're like productivity has its place and there are good Absolutely. things that keeps the world running in a way, but it's Absolutely. like, if we are missing each other yeah. and we are missing ourselves, like, we're missing out on life. Like you're saying, we're not engaging to the fullest. Like Just existing. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, yeah, you could get all those things done. Absolutely. Awesome. But it's like, what What are the deeper things that the Lord is calling us into to be in mm-hmm. those present things? Because he's got it. Like he's in control. And yeah. like if if one of the things I hope you guys take away and listen to this conversation is like what Kaylin's saying is like, it's okay. Like just hear those words. If you forget everything else, <laughs> just hear like, it's okay. Like 
it's going to be okay and like allow the Lord to do the good work in him that he's already doing in you, right? You know, like this is part of your journey if you, if you're listening, if you wanted to make it part of your journey, which I'm so glad that you are. Um, but so kind of, I think there's so many beautiful points in this conversation, but is there anything that you'd want to share kind of parting words to the audience that you hope that they will remember, take away, or a part of your story that you wanted to share, um, that you could leave with our audience? Mm. So, I'm listening to Burnett. She's uh, has I know this, but you disclose in this moment Enneagram Three, which yes. is more of the doer achiever. Mm-hmm. Achievement is fine and it's okay. Mm-hmm. You're meant to achieve great things, but not everything. Mm-hmm. So, what are the great things you are meant to achieve? Mm-hmm. And go there, and that is beyond more than enough. Because you're going to do that thing well mm-hmm. versus chasing all these things mm-hmm. that weren't yours to be with. For me, I, um, if we're talking Enneagram, mm-hmm. I'm a six, so safety and security is really important to me. I can worst six case scenario better than anyone, mm-hmm. I think. I think that is a gift. <laughs> yeah. Which, when I first learned about the Enneagram, didn't like it. Now I'm just kind of like, yeah. whatever with it. Mm-hmm. It's a helpful tool. Yeah. But the thing I learned is to use my safety security as a again a gift versus thinking like oh it's something wrong with me this is something else i have to change Mm -hmm. something else i have to work on Mm -hmm. oh it means i have anxiety all the time i can't focus or no it's not that's not true yeah but guess what so one of the things that i do again i do worst case scenarios so i think one of the greatest things my therapist said to me because I'm an even-if person mm-hmm. with worst-case scenarios. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm a what-if. Uh, what-if, yeah. What-if. Mm-hmm. So I what-if a situation. What if this, 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 and this? Because I like control mm-hmm. so I can feel safe and yes. secure. Yes, Wait, I don't have control over anything. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. anything. And the older I get, the more yeah. I'm realizing how true that is. Mm-hmm. So what if, and I mean, I can do it with, it's so quick that I don't even notice I do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's not a hindrance, so I'm mm-hmm. like, fine. So mm-hmm. I don't think, oh, being a six is the worst thing. Mm-hmm. But it's the what if to the even if. Mm-hmm. So even if, that's going to be okay. So mm-hmm. when, I, when I've when i said throughout this podcast mm-hmm. that it's going to be okay, mm-hmm. I mean that. Mm-hmm. I am not saying that to pacify you. I am not saying that to just... Ooh, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. I mean it mean from it. like a place of, from a place of struggle, mm-hmm. from a place of hardship, to a place of growth, and knowing that the best truly is yet to come, mm-hmm. and I want to tap into that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do things that hinder me. Mm-hmm. So what ifs to a point that it couldn't function? Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean the best was yet to come, because yeah. I was thinking the worst is yeah. yet to come, yeah. and yeah. so I was preparing for the worst. But no, the best is yet to come. So now my mindset, again, thanks to therapy and good friends, I didn't mention yes. good friends, yes. like being support around the right system. people, yep. great support mm-hmm. system, I my what ifs are even ifs, mm. and I'm just in a better place um, than I've ever been, and I want to be in a better place, even better place tomorrow. Yes, <laughs> yes. I hope that for you too, Caitlin. Thank you so much <laughs> for sharing these encouraging words, guys, and I'll leave it on that positive note. We're going to hold hope for you guys. We're holding hope for each other in this journey, um, and the best is yet to come. I love that line, and I just want to thank you guys again for listening to Soul Things. Um, feel free to um, engage in our community on Instagram. I'll be sharing um, some more content hopefully soon, but thank 
thank you guys so much for joining me on navigating this crazy journey of your 20s and just young adulthood um, but remember that even in the hard spaces his grace abounds i'll see you guys later i can't